It's time for Vanish Chicago Land Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 231, season 10. Today's date is July 1st, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about my memories of those rock concert and radio station t-shirts that a lot of people wore during the 1970s and the 80s, but I will talk about my memories of uh, wearing a couple of them and also seeing other people wearing them as well uh, when I was in high school or at uh, college. Also, I will talk about uh, something unusual. I'm going to talk about also my memories of the Jay's Potato Chips plant in Chicago. Uh, the product's still around, but this is something. Spe- this is a special memory for me uh, when I was a child of uh, this plant that was located on the south side of Chicago. Okay, so before we get started, uh, the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Cracklin Brand Cereal from Kellogg's, <laughs> and this is this commercial is from 1978. And after the commercial is played, I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. Coming out of the rain, Willard. No, I don't like brand cereal. Better than catching cold. No, it isn't. This is Kellogg's Cracklin' brand. It's delicious. I don't like brand cereal. Oh, Willard. Oh, okay. I'll eat one if you do. Hey, let's get the milk. Mm-hmm. Kellogg's Cracklin' Brand. High fiber, good taste. If you never liked brand, you'll like it. I like it. If you like brand, you'll love it. I love it. Kellogg's Cracklin' Brand. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Cracklin' Brand cereal from Kellogg's from 1978. Uh... This product's still around. It's all, it's also called now Crackling Oat Brand. They added oat in there. Uh, it's, it's still being produced, you know, and uh, if you on uh, on a healthy diet, you know, trying to watch your weight, you know, trying to cut down on junk food like that, or, you know, just trying to uh, have a healthy lifestyle, this cereal is for you. Uh, as for me, I mentioned this many times. I don't like a brand cereal. It tastes awful. <laughs> just unless you put a ton of sugar in it, <laughs> which you're, I'm not supposed to do that because well, I'm a prostate cancer survivor. I, I don't I don't need sugar in my diet, you know. But it's uh, it's addiction. It's addictive, you know. But I'm trying to stay away from it as much as possible. I like other cereals. I mentioned this. I like Honey of Cheerios. That's even uh, that's better, tastes better. Even plain Cheerios. Not crazy about that. Anyway, uh, so uh, you know because fiber is very important for your diet. I can understand that, and uh, 
I need so I try to eat vegetables, you know, like broccoli or f- as for fruit, bananas, uh, apples, especially apples has a lot of fiber. So uh, I do my best. We all do. It's tough. It really is tough. You know, uh, I still do my walking. Uh, I haven't done it in three days because of the air quality in Chicago. It's been bad for the past uh, couple of days. Uh, right now, it, it's moderate now. Back then, it was uh, very unhealthy. So I didn't go out because I did go out one time and I needed a mask because I felt uh, my chest felt congested and I felt oh, it was awful like that. But uh Yesterday I did, you know, just to get the mail, do some, uh, help my mom with uh, water the garden, you know, do stuff like that. It was fine, but uh, it's better now because of the Canadian wildfires. It's still burning out there. It's horrible. Like that. Uh, I don't know about today. It's been raining, which is a good thing because we need the rain. You know, our grass is yellow, most of it, but it's... We need the rain. We really do. And I'm I'm glad about that. Okay. And uh, also, I did not do a podcast episode this past week on Tuesday. I had uh, something came up and, uh, you know, I had to tend to that. And uh, so I postponed it. So I'm doing it today. And that's the reason why. I usually do a podcast episode Tuesdays and Saturdays. Sometimes Sundays, you know, whatever allows me. All right, before I get started on the program, uh, I want to mention one more thing. The, you know, uh, it's funny when it's about recognition. You know, people uh, always uh, see me and they recognize me from Van Chicago Land <laughs> like that. And that's happened a few times, you know, but I don't, like I said before, I don't go out for attention. I don't do that. I'm just myself, peak astonished, going through life. Going to the store, going do my errands like that, and uh, sometimes they see me. They I introduce myself, or they give me that funny look. They you go, you look familiar, you know. I I introduce myself, I shake their hands, and they say, "Oh, it's you." Other times, no, they they just pointed at me and they say, "You're fan of Chicago Land. I love your page on Facebook. I love you on Twitter." I love your podcasts. They're wonderful. I still get comments from that. I uh, also get advice from people. I'm open for that. Sometimes a little critical. You you, you expect that. Uh, you know, um, I do my best. I really do. That's how it is. You know, but uh, I don't expect stardom. <laughs> it's not that. I'm just doing my shtick. I enjoy it. You know, and everyone else does. And one last thing I want to mention is... People ask me, "Where do you? Where do I find your podcast?" I want to. I always get that question, and I always tell them on my podcast episodes. Please find me on wherever podcasts are available and subscribe. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. You know, if you tap on your phone, your tablet, or on your desktop, you know, just subscribe, and you can listen. Also, if you're on Facebook or Twitter. You know, just click on the what I post and you it'll take you right to the link. Also, I have a YouTube channel. I think this is the most easy, easiest one to access and uh, to listen. And so just subscribe to my channel. It's under Van Chicago and Stories and you will find it. 
you know, because uh, a lot of people aren't aware. They don't know. You know, they just see a picture of what I'm going to talk about. And they keep asking me that. So I'm, I'm trying, you know, and I will still answer them. I will still answer people if they can't find it or where do I hear it? Well, where, where do I find it? And all that. I do my best. Okay. All right. At the top of the show, I mentioned I'm going to talk about my memories of the rock concert and radio t-shirts in the 1970s and also the Jay's potato chips plant that was located on the south side of Chicago. All right. So right now I'm going to talk about the t-shirts that I remember when I was in high school and college. So let's get started. Uh, my first memory of seeing those was, uh, I think about the time where I, enrolled in Bogan High School in 1977, in the fall of that, that is, excuse me. And I saw these kids running around, uh, a couple of my age, older, they were in these t-shirts and they had the, the bands, those rock bands. And I go, wow, whoa. you know, I never saw these before when I was growing up in the neighborhood in Ashburn and on the South side. And I, I was fascinated by the colors and people. It, it looked kind of cool wearing those, you know. And uh, I could pick some bands out of my head, like, for example, A Cheap Trick, Kansas, Yes, uh, The Rolling Stones, Boston Journey, uh, Blue Oyster Cult, uh, what, a lot of them. Led Zeppelin, mostly Led Zeppelin. You know, a lot of people were big fans. I, I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan too. Uh, at first, I'm, I wasn't crazy about it. My brother is, he's a huge fan of the band. Now I love their music. It's great. It's timeless. And uh, so I figured, why don't I just get one? Uh, they were selling them in, uh, for example, that record store across the street from Bogan High School was Cruising Music and uh, Records and Tapes. I used to hang, that was uh, one of my hangouts, uh, going there, searching uh, records. They sold eight tracks, cassette tapes, and record albums, of course, you know, vinyl. And they had the T-shirts hanging, you know, like not from the ceiling, but they were hanging there. And uh, it was beautiful. It looked beautiful like that. Also, they had the bongs in the back <laughs> for marijuana. Oh. Anyway, uh, and then the rolling paper <laughs> up front, and also radio surveys from all radio stations, like for example, WLS, uh, uh, WDAI, uh, The Loop, WMET, WFYR, you, you name it, they had it all. And I did not buy, I never bought a concert t shirt, but for radio station t shirts, I did. And I wanted to buy a Loop one. You know, uh, I did not buy that one at Cruising Music or order it um, somewhere. You couldn't do it. You could do today. You could do it online. You can just uh, order it. You know what size you want. But uh, in those days, when I was uh, younger, you go in person and you try it on to see if it fits. You know the right size. And there was a store at Fort City Mall, at Peacock Alley, downstairs, at sold t-shirts. And I forgot the name of the store. 
And I, I saw him on display. I was walking with a friend of mine. I forgot who. And uh, I said, I got to get one. Okay. So I got one. Thank God it fit. You know, and I, it said the loop. It didn't say we're Chicago rocks. You know, it didn't say they it just said the loop. And I wore it. And, oh, it's beautiful. Nice black with the white, you know, lettering. And uh, there's a picture of me. I've always posted this picture. I've been doing this ever since I started Advantage Chicago Land. Back then it was Chicago XD Businesses. That's it's me sitting in front in front of my front porch, uh, displaying the T-shirt. Oh, I have a I have a blue jacket over, it, but you could tell if you look closely. That's that is me, you know. And uh, I was thinner back then, <laughs> you know, with darker hair, <laughs> you know. And a lot of people like that. That that's a cool photo like that and uh so i just uh i love the you know i listen to the loop most of the time but i also listen like for example they played the cars that's one of my favorite bands one of my favorite albums was the cars their self self-titled album that came out in 1978 or 79 and the second one was candio i like that i play that those two albums nonstop, every track um, I still do ever since the beginning, even the car on my eight track player, about eight tracks of those cassettes, not the record album. I never bought that. And uh, so I wore the Bogan walking around. That's like all the kids. He says, you know, that's the way it was back then. It was, it was a cool thing to do. And, uh, I didn't wear, uh, I was going to wear a concert t-shirt, you know, go buy another one, but I changed my mind. I don't know why. So I didn't wear the loop shirt when I went to Daly College right after I graduated from Bogan High School. So, but I, the other kids still did, you know, and then whenever they wore the t-shirts, that's the, re the reason they wore them was they went to a concert the night before or a couple of days. And I hear him like in during class, oh, they say, oh, that concert was cool. Oh, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, like like that. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, some people still wear them today like that. And uh, even older people. Let's see. And then um, radio station T-shirts. Um, like, for example, they were WXRT 93FM. WMET 95.5 FM, which was a big popular radio station at the time. Also, The Loop, of course, I mentioned that. And uh, what else? WLS FM radio, also WDAI, and then it switched to disco. You know, I, I talked about that on a previous podcast episode about the switch and of uh, my memories listening to that. And uh, did I mention WFIR? I think I did. I don't know. I remember. And uh, I remember one T-shirt that was W Rock. Do you remember W R E C K? R E C K. You know W Rock. You know like that. And uh, you can find them on eBay. You know you could do that. <laughs> Unless they fit. I don't know. <laughs> you know the funny thing is I was going to wear my loop loop T-shirt at my fortieth uh, high school reunion. <laughs> Just just for a gag like that, I changed my mind. But uh, who knows? Maybe the next year, you know, to compare what I wore in 1979 
to, to the present, like that. So uh, that era was cool back then. It was nice, you know, like that. It's still fascinating to me, very fascinating indeed, like that. Okay, um, right now I'm going to play the commercial for The Loop. I've had, I played this commercial before. It features Lorelei. You remember she's lip syncing the songs and the radio hosts at the time were on the loop. Like, for example, Steve Dahl, uh, Mitch Michaels, which is on Facebook. He's a friend of mine. He's a nice guy. And uh, so here's a commercial from probably 78, 79 of The Loop, WLUP, Chicago. So sit back and enjoy and go down memory lane. Thanks, everyone. Now, I'll be right back. I'd like to tell you about a remarkable radio station. Get it up, Chicago. This is Steve Gowan, covering with The Rude Awakening on the Morning Loop. Carry on my Hi, it's me, Les Tracy, with Good Rockin' on the Loop. This Michael's cruising through the afternoon at the Loop. This is Rock and Roll Radio. Sky Daniels on the Loop. You have a remarkable mouth. We have a remarkable radio station. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial from WLUP, The Loop FM 98 in Chicago uh, with Lorelei. Uh, she's a unforgettable person. <laughs> you know, she was on the radio, uh, also on television. She was also at, at the Disco Demolition over there on uh, Comiskey Park at the time in 1979. Oh, what a day <laughs> that was. Uh, you know, uh, when that happened, I was not here. I was in Greece. Uh, I left for Greece. Uh, actually, th this today, you know, in 1979, I went with my mom and my brothers. Uh, my father didn't come. Uh, he, were, uh, he had to work. Uh, he did come later, I think, I believe, and then uh, later on. But we stayed for a month and a half over there. I didn't want to go at all at first. No, I just, uh, I want to be with my friends. I wanted to stay, but uh, I'm glad I did. And we did the sites. We saw family. And then we returned in August, uh, the middle of August. And then they told us about uh, the disco demolition uh, that happened at Comiskey Park. I had no idea about it, but uh, my brother told me, uh, a friend of his wrote a letter and told him about it. I go, I was too oblivious. I don't know what was going on, but uh, it's like I said, as we returned, uh, a lot of kids from Bogan High School told me about it, and they went there. And I was like, oh, what did I miss? <laughs> uh, it was an event in Chicago that will, will never go away. <laughs> People will still remember it. They'll remember where they were and what happened. <laughs> okay, so... Um, that's my memories of the T-shirts from that featured rock concerts and radio stations. You know, uh, I haven't worn one since you know high school. I, I could if I want to, you know, just to be nostalgic. Uh, we'll see. But I'm almost sixty years old. I don't know. Maybe it looks silly. <laughs> Who knows? I wear other stuff. <laughs> okay. Right now, I'm going to talk about uh, the Jay's potato chips. Uh, plant that was located in Chicago. Now, i clarify something. Uh, the product is still made. It's still around. 
although it is not made in Chicago because it's been a Chicago product for many, many years. And uh, it's still, well, it's, I still eat it once in a while, but you know, I get it from the comments I read on my Facebook page on Van Chicago. And they say it doesn't taste the same. They changed the formula. Well, I think it's the trans fats and the oil and like that. And it's, that may be true, you know, uh, because everything tastes so good back back then when I was a child. But, you know, now health-wise, you got to be careful. So, uh, in a way, it's sort of gone, but it's not, you know. But, uh, but the plant is gone. So, I'm going to give you a brief history of the product and also my memories of the plant. Okay? <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, Jay's... J Foods, that's what it was called. Uh, it wasn't called like that in the beginning, but that uh, the company was founded in 1927, and uh, it was founded in Chicago. And the man's name was uh, Leonard J. Leonard Jap Senior. It was not called Jay's uh, at first. It was called Japs. Japs potato chips, and uh, he started selling pretzels from a truck. Of that year, 1927, and then uh, his wife Eugenia, Eugenia, I think that's her name, uh, had a she had a potato chip recipe, and uh, that took off, you know, and it became very popular. And uh, it was first called Mrs. Jap's potato chips. There are you can find those on eBay, you know, the original cans or maybe the bags. No, I don't think the bags. I think it's the cans. And then when they had the, when it happened on Pearl Harbor in 1941 in December, uh, they changed that, they changed the name uh, from Jap to Jay's. So it's Jay's potato chips. It sounds the same, kind of, but no. <laughs> and uh, so they started uh, not just, uh, Potato chips. They also manufactured popcorn. Uh, Okie dokie. I used to like those. Uh, you know, all kinds of flavors. You know, the regular cheese. You know, I like the cheese one. Also, same thing with the potato chips. You have the hot stuff, which is a hot, you know, brand of that. Oh, I didn't like those. I like the barbecue. Those were good. Oh, I love that. I love those flavors, you know, and uh, then they had curly waves, you know, they resembled ridges, you know, like ruffles, you know, I think ruffles came later. Also, they had sour cream and onion, which is one of my favorites. We had that. Also, they had, uh, they introduced more flavors, like, for example, uh, cheddar and sour cream. Uh, I love that, but it is fattening. <laughs> so it's like that. You know, like I said, I love barbecue. I really do. Also, uh, what's interesting, uh, sometimes the potato chips came in a twin box, you know, in a box, and there were twin bags in there. That's uh, a lot of people remember that uh, back in the day. Also, they came in a box, in a box, like three pounds like that, and uh, like in a carton, you know, and uh, they were like individuals. Uh also, though, the most famous ones was the tin cans. And uh, 
like that. Uh, so you can still find those on eBay. And of course, the you know the logo was you can't stop eating them, or can't stop eating one, which you can't, which is true. <laughs> you know what can I say about potato chips? They're delicious. You know they're a good snack. They're but they're addictive. They're not good for you because of the salt. You know you try you do your best to limit yourself or not eat at all or try buy. Uh, Salt-free, which is hard. Uh, as for my memories of Jay's potato chips, um, started back in grade school. I remember uh, sometimes my mom would buy, uh, like, the twin pack. She would buy those or, like, individual bags uh, at the grocery store. And she would put them in my lunchbox and also my brother's own lunchboxes. And we take them, you know, we had them at school. It was good snacks. She always bought the original, you know, not the uh, sometimes the barbecue uh, if I request it. And she did. Yeah. The fun thing about the barbecue ones, yeah, they get red. Your fingers get red while you're eating. You know, I remember eating a peanut butter sandwich and you eat the barbecue and the like the like the dust that leaves on your sandwich like that looks kind of, but it was tasty like that. Also, I forgot to mention shoestring ones that came in a can like that oh those were good i that i used to eat like a whole can like that and uh remember them from school also when i went to uh you know in the neighborhood i used to ride my bike just pick up a bag and uh maybe a coke or a pepsi have a snack like that and uh now for the plant uh, when I was in grade school, uh, you know, there was I went to Correa's Elementary. Uh, they picked us by school bus. And the route from our church, you know, the church and the school was, uh, at first it was at, uh, it was at Stony Island Avenue on South Shore back then on right over there. But now it's the, uh, it's the mosque. And uh, we, that route, we used to go over there, and we passed by the plant, which was located on 99th Street and Cottage Grove. That's in, the, I don't know the name of the neighborhood. I think it's uh, Rosemore or Cottage Grove Heights, or Pullman, North Pullman. Uh, it could be that either that. Uh, it's either one, but it's on the south side. And when you drove by it, you saw the Jays potato chip sign that blue white sign that's recognizable to everyone also if you were on the dan ryan which is uh, route 94 you know i-94 that is excuse me <laughs> you know the heads to indiana or like that uh you would see that sign you know it uh, you can't miss it you can't miss it at all also uh when i posted this the other day people remembered the smell from the factory when they drove by it or were they were at the neighborhood where they lived in nearby you know because they made the oil because they made the potato chips there uh, there excuse me and uh, some say it smelled good it's it's like you had a craving to have a bag others says oh it's gross you know it's like ugh, they had to close their windows <laughs> very few said that anyway so they remember that that those memories and uh, they're beautiful memories of that. Also, uh, 
you know, but my memory is like when I'm in the bus in the school bus, I look forward to seeing the sign when we, uh, when the bus took uh, me and my brothers home from school and I would see that. And we drove on Cottage Grove heading to 111th street. Well, we dropped some kids off before, before our, our stop. I mean, our house at our house, excuse me. So I don't remember seeing it when we headed to school. No, it was like going home and I saw the sign like that. And uh, let's see. So the company stuck around. It was a family owned company until 1986. And it was sold to the Borden Company, you know, famous for Elsie the Cow. Uh, they didn't do very well. I think they started to uh, change into formulas. Like you, that's what most companies do when they're bought. And uh, then in 1994, it was the the Jeff family required reacquired the company. They bought like the the kids. Or I think uh, Leonard Jeff was alive still. Uh, the founder, he was still there. And. Uh, they brought it back and uh but then in october 2007 they filed bankruptcy and this was the second time i don't know what happened the first time and what they had made they had to make a very difficult choice they had to close the chicago plant uh right there on 99th and cottage grove and it was closed on december 5th 2007 and uh, then uh, all the assets were acquired by a company called Snyder's Lance. And uh, so they didn't have a, so Chase Potatoes didn't have a Chicago prominence, not anymore. Not with the warehouse distribution, distribution center, excuse me. Uh, they moved it to a town called Jeffersonville, Indiana, right down south near the Kentucky border. So it's, like I said before, the product's still around. It's not the same, but, you know, that's what's so great about this. And it's a wonderful feeling that Jay's was made here like that. Um, someone told me, mentioned it that uh, that was not the first plant. It was, uh, they had a big plant on like uh, near Bridgeport or the back of the yards or well, whatever, Canaryville, the neighborhood around there, like around 40th Street in Princeton, like around there. Could be true. Like that. I think it was. Yeah, they had the first plant. I think this is the second plant. Could be wrong. And uh, so it's still marketed, but it's not just Illinois. It's in Indiana, Michigan. It's mostly the Midwest. I don't think you can find it on the East Coast, the West Coast. No. I don't think maybe, you know, unless somebody meant sees it some somewhere. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. So, um, you know, that's uh, so that's uh, like I said before. I, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't. I love potatoes, but I try to eat salt free, like Vintners, <laughs> another Chicago place. I don't think they make them in Chicago anymore. No, I think they moved. I think they did. I don't know. That's still good. That's still good. Like that. To tell you the truth, I'm a Doritos fan. <laughs> I love those. Okay. So that's it for this program. Um, let me do a recap of what I talked about. 
Uh, I talked about uh, my memories of the rock concert and radio station t-shirts in the 1970s and 80s. Uh, a couple, like I wore the Luke t-shirt uh, when I was a teenager. Also, I talk about the Jay's uh, potato chip plant that was located on the south side at, 90, at East 99th Street and Co South Cottage Grove Avenue. Okay. Uh, this podcast will be published later on today. You can find them wherever podcasts are available. I mentioned that at the beginning of the program. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Also, on my uh, YouTube channel, uh, Vanish Gangland Stories. Please subscribe. It's also on my uh, social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Also, I failed to mention my blog. Yeah, Chicago blog. You can listen there. It'll take you right to it. Okay. Uh, I might do another podcast episode tomorrow. We'll, we'll see. Uh, because Tuesday is the 4th of July. And uh, I won't do a podcast, so I will be celebrating the 4th. Uh, take it easy. Probably have a barbecue or listen to the fireworks. Ugh, I hate those. <laughs> Noisiest holiday ever. Uh, it's not one of my favorites, you know, that's, uh, but that's how it is. But the best part is cook is the cookout. <laughs> like that's about it. I just, uh, do the barbecue, take it inside and stay inside. That's what I do. And wait till it blows over. <laughs> uh, that's just me. Okay. So this is Pika Stein, your host of Ash Conrad Stories. Thank you for joining me. I hope everyone have a great week, rest of the weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll do another podcast tomorrow, like I mentioned. We'll see. I will uh, let everyone know when I post on social media, you know, on my social media accounts, that is, you know, on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. So here's bye-bye for me. And here's a little traveling music from Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye. Take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.